let's talk about Baltimore and cyber attack. How cities can protect themselves, or rather, what you should know about our cities and towns and how they are getting ready or not in case of cyber attack. Hello, hello, Helga Jurowitz here with Groovy Take on episode 35 or episode 8 of season 2. Hi everyone, and by everyone I mean hi mom, thanks for listening, and if there is anybody else who is listening to, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit awkward because, <laughs> well, I was always waiting for you, but um, it's never happened, so if you are there listening to this podcast, thank you so much for stopping by. Well, let's talk about Baltimore and cyber attacks. And let's talk about that today on Memorial Day. What a coincidence, right? Okay, so what what happened in Baltimore? Because I'm mentioning Baltimore, but and cyber attack and those two together. That's just never good. I mean never good. If you use the city name and cyber attack in one sentence, usually it means something probably bad happened. So what happened this time was May 2nd, 2019, was the second attack. That's right, second attack, because the first one was March 2018 that affected 911 system, and the 911 system was down for one day. And if you think that one day it's not much, well, think about this. If you really need to call 911, probably this is very important for you that the system is up and running. So the second attack was May 2nd, 2019, and it was attack on 10,000 city computers. Hackers demanded 13 bitcoins, which is roughly $100,000. And the first department that got hit uh, was the Department of Public Works. Uh, emails were down, the phone lines to customer service were down. Um, from the information that I gathered, it seems like after um, close to two weeks after after that time, Baltimore finally released a statement that uh, they've been um, under cyber attack. Uh, they also um, took other systems offline just in case because that one of the systems were attacked by hackers. And city didn't want to take a chance that other systems are going to be under attack and hacked as well. So pretty much you're in a situation when you have a huge city of the United, one of the huge cities in the United States that were under cyber attack. And uh, the residents of that city cannot contact their uh, city employees regarding different um, different parts of that, that that city. So it's not only customer service, it's the, the public works department. But also information that I gathered was the 911 system was not infected. Well, do you remember when I mentioned that the first attack that was in 2018, that was the system that was actually down for a, for a day. But this time, 911 system was not affected. What was affected was water bills, property taxes, parking tickets. City employees didn't have access to their emails, to their city emails, so they couldn't uh, reply to residents' emails for two weeks. Uh, at some point, city employees were asked to use their own 
private laptops and their private emails to be able to, communi to communicate between each other for, those, for the period of two weeks. Um, a real estate market here was affected as well in Baltimore because there was no access to real property information. All of that, we are talking about a lot of money. And right now, we still don't know exactly how much money um, was involved here. Because we are talking about not only about the ransom that hackers are asking, but which was um, 13 bitcoins, roughly $100,000. But we are talking about all those other costs. Cost of businesses, that businesses that lost money. Uh, costs uh, for city of Baltimore to um, rebuild or build from the scratch or fix the the computer systems. I mentioned 10,000 computers were affected. Now you have to check everything. Landlines didn't work. It's pretty much hackers turn off a lot of system of city of Baltimore. So now what? Of course, the restoration process is going to take a long time. Uh, City of Baltimore were co was collaborating with um, FBI. Uh, cybersecurity experts um, are working 24-7 to help City of Baltimore pretty much recognize what happened exactly and what exactly was affected and what exactly was not affected, because that's important as well because you need to know what you have to fix and what is okay, still up and running, or you can start turning on, spe turning on specific systems and just move on. Uh, City of Baltimore mentioned about no timeline whatsoever right for at this time on when all systems are going to be restored. And some systems, computer systems, needs to be restored from the scratch. Some needs to be just rebuilt or fixed. That's a lot of money. And I'm not, I don't know exactly how much because I couldn't find numbers. But that's a lot of money because, first of all, you are not sure what is affected. So you have to probably test every single system in a city of Baltimore. And we are not talking about the small town where you have two computers and one receptionist person, and you're good to go. We are talking about everything connected together where residents have have access to it to pay, pay their bills and whatnot, or gather information, ask information, or the database. You don't know what was affected, so you have to check check everything. And whatever was affected, you have to rebuild and you are still not sure what you lost and what's it safe. I found the article by The Verge, so you can go to theverge.com, and the article is titled, Hackers reportedly used a tool developed by the NSA to attack Baltimore's computer system. End of quote, end of title. Um, if that's true, <laughs> that's, guys, that's terrible. Um, that's, that's absolutely terrible, because they were using NSA tools to actually hack city of Baltimore. So let me read a little bit from that article because th that's just 
that's insane. That's that's totally crazy. So let me let me read that. Quote, since May 7th, the Baltimore city government has been dealing with a ransom attack that has shut down everything from its email through the systems that allow residents to pay water bills, purchase homes, and other services. According to a report in the New York Times, the tool that has crippled the city is a national security agency creation called Eternal Blue which has been used in other high-profile cyber attacks, end of quote. Mind-blowing right there. The article also says that, quote, according to security expert, hackers used Eternal Blue, which exploits a vulnerability in certain versions of Microsoft Windows XP and Vista systems, allowing an external part external party to execute remote commands on their target. End of quote. So so pretty much NSA created a tool and NSA it's National Security Agency that supposedly should keep us safe. They created a tool to make sure that they are that the tool is checking if there are some cracks in the system to find those cracks and then, you know, you can uh, fix them. But if you have hackers who get their hands on that tool, you can just figure it out what can happen. Oh, you don't have to even figure it out because look what happened. Baltimore happened. So the question stands that, okay, so they shouldn't create a tool like that? I don't know. I think it's important to create something that you can utilize to protect our computer systems. But there's always a risk, I assume, that hackers are going to try to get hold on those. And as long as there are people involved, and there, is al- there are always people involved, something might go wrong. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't do anything. No, of course we should. So I'm not blaming MSA that they did a bad job protecting that tool. I'm just saying, unfortunately, stuff happens. And bad people are trying to get hold of tools that we are using for a good purpose. My problem is I'd like to know how cities are getting ready for possible cyber attacks. That's the problem. I was also asking myself a question. Should city of Baltimore or any other city pay the ransom? So where hackers are asking to pay the money, just go ahead, pay that $100,000. Because think about this. It's a huge city of Baltimore. Probably they can afford to pay $100,000 ransom. But is it a good idea? I don't think so. Because, okay, let's say you pay that ransom. How do you know that hackers didn't leave any malware behind? That they didn't leave any surprises behind? And they still have access to it. And let's say, I don't know, six months from now, they will ask for another ransom saying, okay, now we will shut down this system or that system. I think you can't pay ransom. 
It's a it's a short term fix that really is not going to fix anything because you don't have a hundred percent guarantee that your computer systems are safe again or you have the complete access to it and you have a full control. You don't know if you have the full control anymore. So not to pay and then what? Have everything just look how everything is shutting down because they have so much access to your systems. I don't know. I don't know. I think that maybe paying the ransom is not the best option. So what the city could do? Well, probably city could spend some money on emergency preparedness. It's so easy to say it. Sure, sure, go ahead, prepare emergency preparedness program for the city. But for the city of city size of Baltimore, that's not a cheap thing. And it seems like, according to what being told, Baltimore was trying to improve cybersecurity. They were asking for more money in the budget for cybersecurity. They were trying to change the policy and address cybersecurity problems, that they need to build proper infrastructure, that they need that new technology, that they needed information. But that's a lot of money. And city of Baltimore decided that they will take care of this later. It seems like probably the later is now. But you know what? It's so easy to talk about it right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, city of Baltimore or any other city who was attacked. Yeah, you should spend more money on cybersecurity. You have you should prepare an um, emergency preparedness plan. You should have um, better systems and you should have you, you should pr protect those systems better. It's so easy to judge. It's so easy to jump to the conclusion right now. And maybe we should look into our own cities, our own towns. Maybe we should check how they are prepared. Maybe we should look into our own city emergency preparedness program. How our own city and town is prepared for cyber attack. Because maybe they are not. So let's not jump to the conclusion and judge city of Baltimore what they did or they did not do, and just look around and learn from situations like that. Because if it's true, if it's true that the NSA's tool was used, that's even bigger problem. Because city of Baltimore could do so much. And then what? So let's not judge them. Let's not jump to the conclusion whose fault is that. Let's just learn from it, okay? And at the same time, I can say, whew, good it didn't happen in my town or good it didn't happen in my city, but you know what? It could be my town. It could be my city and not Baltimore. So I'm so sorry for Baltimore that they have to deal with this because that's, that's terrible and very expensive. But let's just learn from from what what happened there. So next time you hear about your city council meeting, why not to stop by and ask questions or at least listen? Find out if your city or town has emergency preparedness plan. 
go ahead and call and ask if the city has a cyber attack preparedness. What they are going to do in case of cyber attack. Well, maybe they are not going to tell you exactly what they are going to do, but if they have, if they are prepared, how about we do just that? Ask questions. Do, are we prepared? And maybe we cannot prepare in 100%, but the question is, how much are we prepared? Are we at the beginning of the road or are we already advanced into the securing systems? Which way? And at the end of the day, it's also about the money. Not every city and town has a lot of money in the budget. Most of those cities and towns, they don't. And like with the Baltimore, I read that uh, security information manager, that person mentioned that formal policy should be implemented regarding so, uh, cybersecurity. But the city council didn't have the money in the budget for it. Again, let's learn from it. Let's not judge them. Let's not jump to the conclusion. Let's learn, learn from it. Because stuff like that is going to happen probably more and more often. We never heard of that a long time ago, but now? Now, 20 cities and towns in the United States were attacked in 2018. They were hit by cyber attack. New Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, Baltimore now. And in most cases, they are refusing to pay ransom, if not all cases. I, I read about few few cities, they refuse to pay ransom, and I totally support that. I think it's just not going to solve the problem completely, and you need to solve the problem. So paying is just not going to work that well. But... Probably in many cases, I think costs of later on cleaning and securing, re-securing, checking, rechecking, rebuilding systems is going to cost even more than the ransom itself. But again, paying ransom, I think it's not the answer. It's just not the resolution that cities should look for. Now... I mentioned that cities and towns should have emergency preparedness plan and program and policies. That cities and towns should have that cyber attack policy prepared. But how about insurance? I think those towns and cities, our towns and cities should also get and purchase insurance. Look, look, look how much money all of that costs. Not only have to build the emergency preparedness program, plan, policy. And that's a big deal because you have to take under consideration every possible unit of your organization. So of your city, every department needs to go through that policy. And that's the law. That's a lot of changes that needs to happen. So that means a lot of costs. But then costs of rebuilding all of that might be even higher. So it probably, well, not probably, I think it's totally worth it. But then on the top of this, so we now you have to spend all that money into the building that system, building those new policies, changing the system, the computer system, or everything, you, you, the, the whole infrastructure. But now maybe you should also buy the insurance, again, you know, in the cyber attack insurance. In case cyber attack, cities should be insured. 
And we are talking about generating additional costs that few years ago, city didn't have to even take under consideration. And right now, yes, they have to. Because if something like that happens later on, we are talking about maybe possibly several millions of dollars in costs. So if you have the insurance, that might help to kind of save some skin. And then after that cost, it's also time consuming. Because now we need time to rebuild all of that. First to test, assess, and then you have to rebuild. And that's a lot of time that, that, that those cities and towns need. I think that at the end of the day, that's a huge problem that cities should and towns should start thinking seriously about. And it's time not only to think about, but actually start implementing some programs. So if there is a small town, small city, and they are not sure yet how to do it, just ask those who already did something about it. Just, just ask. I mean, we as residents, we should go and ask our own cities and town councils members if we have anything like emergency preparedness policy implemented. Do we have the insurance? Do we have, I don't know, do, did our city or town put the insurance, you know, for any type of cyber attack? You know, those are basic valid questions we should start asking around because look what is happening. And when we are talking about city of si city of Baltimore, city that size, do you do you really think it's not going to maybe easier to hack into the systems of smaller town or city? So how we should prepare? Because it's not only you know what we learned over and over again over the years that oh, you have to keep your computer safe. You don't click on any, you know, fishy looking links. Make sure that you have updated antivirus program. So we are doing that on a very basic level on the personal computer levels. So how about the city and town level? The city of Baltimore was almost offline for the last few weeks. That's that's terrible. That's terrible. I I, I don't envy what's happening there right now. So when it comes down to smaller cities, towns, that that's 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 awful thing that can happen. And it's not the case if, it's the case when it might happen. And I don't want to, you know, go doomsday here on us in this podcast, but it's just uh, why not to go and ask around at the city, at the city hall, at your local city hall, and ask if if we are prepared. I think if more of us residents are going to ask that question, your local city halls, town hall members, council members, they are going to. Well, they are. They will have to think about it. They will have to talk about. It. They will have to do some research on it, and ask more questions, and maybe start doing something if they haven't done anything so far. Today was a very, very um, sad topic for this podcast.
I do apologize for that, guys. Okay, I do apologize, Mom, because I'm not sure who else except my mom is listening. So, Mom, I'm sorry, but this is important. It's important what is happening not only in our own house households, but it's important what is happening in our local towns and cities. Are we safe or not? And if we are not, let's not blame anybody. Let's just start figuring out how we can protect. So I wish all the best to the city of Baltimore. And I hope with the help of, of security, cybersecurity experts, they will be able to rebuild as soon as possible. They will be able to gain that control over these systems and they will protect themselves for the near and, and for the near future. And I hope that other cities and towns will learn from that and they will try to get deeper into cybersecurity of their computer systems and so we can stay, <laughs> I don't know, safe uh, as much as possible at least. So that's it for today, guys. Or that's it for today, Mom. Thanks, Mom, for listening and everybody else who is listening as well. Okay, I'm in shock, but thank you so much for doing that. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Claudia Jurowitz. And question of the day is, do you know if your town or city is prepared for a cyber attack? Is your town or city have an emergency preparedness plan? And if you don't know, are you going to find out? Or maybe you do know. Go ahead, share with me. Find me on Twitter. Again, I'm Claudia Jurowitz. And talk to you soon. Have a groovy day, everyone. Okay. Thanks, Mom. <laughs>